All right, baby, COVID negative, ladies and gentlemen. COVID negative is what I am. Just took my blood test and uh, nose swab again. COVID negative, no antibodies in my system, so we're good. Just got to, you know, shout out to everybody who's negative and positive. And whoever's positive, stay negative. If you're negative, stay negative. Uh, uh, this podcast, oh, freak. Oh, welcome back to the podcast, One Man, One Tree in a Hill. I'm your host, two-time wrestling champ, stand-up comedian, Jared Waters. Uh, it's been a great week. It's been a great week. It's been a cold week. Back from that great state of Florida, back from a little trip overseas, but everything's good. You know, traveling around, so I got swabbed. Everything's good. We have to shout out our sponsors, ladies and gentlemen. This podcast is sponsored by Old Hillside Bourbon Company. Old Hillside Bourbon Company is the first black-owned bourbon company inside the United States. A little history about it. Their logo honors the black first black jockey and pays tribute to the history of the Kentucky bourbon with a barrel. At the center with the heart of our company, the bull represents the rich history of Durham, North Carolina, celebrating Black Wall Street and the Hillside High School. The history and heritage and homage is the model. Old Hillside Bourbon exists to pay homage and acknowledge the contributions of great men like Isaac Murphy, Kentucky, home of the birthplace of the Kentucky Derby, and is the birthplace of bourbon, crafting 95% of the world's supply of bourbon alcohol. I didn't know that. But that's who this podcast is sponsored by. Uh, it's been a good week. Back in New York City, back in New York City, it's good. Uh, I'm not going to say it's cold as that, but the wind is making it really freaking cold. Like the wind is just blowing on your face, and I, I cut my hair off uh, to just do some uh, some promo stuff like that. And, you know, now it's cold as that. So I got to get some new new scully hats, everything else. Uh, I flew back in, I think it was a Wednesday. I finally got back layovers and everything else, but I got back to New York Wednesday, and we rushed over to training day that's our show and show was good it doesn't look like that but it turns out being good uh uh it's actually really good matthew's got his mojo back a little bit it's funny about matthew because <laughs> i keep forgetting that he started stand up when he was 15 turning 16 i keep saying 16 but he is 15 so a lot of the things in life that he would have done as a high school kid he missed out on hanging at comedy clubs and being around older people and when you're around a lot of older men, they're in relationships, so you feel like you might be inside one. But, you know, just watching him get his mojo back is funny, teaching him about, you know, how to treat comedy like your main chick and keep whatever you're going like the side, excuse my language, side chick, telling him to keep his focus, you know. And uh, the thing about Matthew is he doesn't know that. Well, he does know. I was like, everything I tell him, I'm just telling him stuff that he said already, so I'm regurgitating stuff that he's already said. He's like, how come you say I'm not hustling hard enough? I was like, you told me you weren't hustling hard enough. All right, you're right, you're right. <laughs> But it's like all the potential in the world, man. But eventually when he gets it clicking, it'll be good. But it was good seeing him on his game. He was he was hosting. He was, he was, he was you know, barking everything else. So everything was good. The show turned out to be good. We got about maybe three more shows left in that park. And we're going to flip the show into an inside location. We're going to put it inside a hotel instead of keeping it in the park. It's, it's For me, it's not freezing, but all the people gets cold. So we've moved the show from the upstairs to the downstairs to block the wind. And we had a full crowd again. Another full crowd again. So uh, that went well. Thursday night, uh, show had a what happened? Show got postponed. But I went to my friend Mallory Bryant. I talk about her on his podcast all the time. Mallory Bryant is the heartbeat of the swamp, right? I talk about the swamp. I call comedy a swamp. Now through these COVID times, swamp creatures are the animals that are have the ability to live up on the land and beneath the land as well, on water and can go on land. Both type of environments and both type of habitats they can survive in and that's Mallory Mallory was the first comedian ever to start the tiny cupboard show 
She is the one where she didn't know if it was sure, and all of a sudden, now the show is in the New York Times, everything else, and she's never got the type of credit that she's due, right? Just due. So at the time, I'm pretty sure she could have, you know, monopolized and took all these other shows, but she chose not to. She, like, let everybody breathe, and now she has a new location. I'm not going to say the location now, but I went to her show, same exact thing, same exact thing. Show's packed out, good show, good crowd, everything else. And the owners are talking to me a little bit like, oh, man, we want to do this every, this is great. We should do it on Friday. And I was like, talk to Mallory. Nah, and I know if another comic was there, they would have swooped in. So she's going to, hopefully she takes it over for real and just starts running multiple shows there and just controls it and makes it her little hub because she deserves it, man. If you're talking about someone in the scene who's really grown from, trust me, and I, when I, when I say she's grown, I remember you should just tell jokes about her being a foot model, and now she has jokes about. It's like she can do 35 minutes, man. 30, she'd probably do more than that. She'd stop herself at 35 minutes, so the hustle is just good. She's a, I think my friend told me she's a Capricorn, so she's always like driven and everything else. Black woman started a lot of stuff, you know. She doesn't look black, but she is black at all. She's just, I mean, she she doesn't look black, but she is really black. She is really black. So that was uh, Thursday night, Friday night, rained in New York City. I hate when shows get rained down, so I went to go show support this comic named J.C. Mendoza and Max. They do a show called Street Talk. Dope seeing that. Seeing uh, uh, my boy Little Jared Schwartz. It was actually December 4th. It was Jay-Z's birthday, December 4th. That's, all right, December 4th, Jay-Z's birthday. H to the Izzo, V to the Izzy for Shizzle My Nizzle, who used to dribble down in VA. My favorite album of Jay-Z is the Black Album. Favorite album of all time. Uh, it was my boy Reggie Edwards' birthday. All these comics' birthday on December 4th. Reggie Edwards, Reggie Cush. He's dropping an album soon. And uh, yeah, I really appreciate Reggie. I remember Reggie when he, I think we moved to New York about the same time. And he's always been like a cool, hey, I got a car. You need a ride? He's from St. Louis. Look her. You need a ride? Good. Or, hey, Jer, can I come crash at your house? I do. Crash. Come do whatever you want. Good guy. Solid. I mean, plenty of nights where I'd be dirt tired. I'll drive you home. His heart is good. His heart is good, and he's a great comic. And he he's the type of person that'll just defend you. Not even needed to be defended, but some I remember one situation where this comic goes, "Are you a comedian?" Asked me, and he goes, "Now he goes now." Reggie goes, "Now you know you lying. If you know, look her. You know Jerris a comic. You know you wrong." And Reggie's not one to hold his tongue, but he's so talented, man. A battle rapper. I think he's seven and one or seven and zero. Oh. I think he's seven. Oh. I think he's never lost before. It was Reggie's birthday, and then it was my friend Colleen's birthday. Colleen Genevieve, a.k.a. Uh, Miss Non Twerk a lot. Uh, she used to twerk as soon as she got a man, and her man stopped her, stopped her from twerking. <laughs> it was her birthday, and then, uh, so good, such a, her heart is right. You know, she's such a sweet girl. She talks a lot, but she's such a sweet girl. She's like at our show barking. She didn't have to. She was on the show barking and stuff like that. Then after the show, she'll bark during the show, like, you know, talking to comics and stuff. But, you know, it was good. Then... It was my buddy Jared Schwartz's birthday. Jared is like, he's, like if I ever had a white brother, a Jewish white brother, it'd be him. You know, because he listens, he's smart, and he understands, he understands who he is as a person. And he understands where he falls in this game, and he knows how to hustle. He knows how to get with the right people. He he observes, he asks questions, and now he, he's a wolf. He's a, he's a young wolf. Stage time, he's getting it, but, you know, it's it's a different when you're on the road doing 25 minutes, you know. I think the only difference between Jared and Matthew is Matthew knows that Matthew has a lot of time because he's hit the road. He's done like road. He started in a road club. But Jared knows how to maneuver through the city, you know. And doing the city is going to help you get the road because 
Once you get on the road, you have more you have more confidence. You know, some people when they get in the city from the road, your confidence is kind of shaken because you're used to doing thirty minutes and it's cut down to ten or eight minutes, and you're trying to figure out what joke and you, you know, you're trying to tell a long story and you don't got that much time and stuff. So Jared, oh excuse me, what the freak, something flew in my tooth. But uh, <laughs> uh, but Jared, he's a, he's a really good guy. He runs a show called Mama's Boy every Tuesday night in the city. I just love that kid, man. He's just—he's a hustler, man. He's a hustler, and he—and his heart is good, you know. His heart is good, and he's not afraid to—he's not afraid for anybody to say no on his face, you know. If you ever say like, "Nah, I don't got no time," well, all right, okay, all right, no problem. You got five? No, you don't got five. Okay, cool. He doesn't take it personal. You gotta have that that attitude. Sometimes when you're doing comedy for a long time, when you ask somebody for stage time and they say no, it hurts your heart. You're like, "Oh, word," but it's not personal, you know. So that was good. Uh. Then that was Saturday. So Saturday night, Saturday we do our show. It's free to laugh with uh, Mike Lee, and me and Matthew again. Training day, and Matthew, you know he's with, his, <laughs> he's with his girl again. You know he can't help it. He's a sucker for love type of the pick of the glass slipper. Uh, <clears throat> but Mike Lee is there. Mike, he's uh he's learning how to be a wolf. He's not a wolf yet. He's I think he might be forty or something. I think he might be forty or fifty, but he's a nurse and he does comedy. Asian dude. He's he's uh he's Korean. And he wants to, you know, make sure that uh, more Asian people are represented in stand-up. And I, I get that. But you can just feel like he's timid, you know. Like when he gets around other comics, you're like, oh, that's, that's such and such. I don't give a F who that comic is. Oh, but she's from this. I said, I don't give an F where she's from. I'm from <laughs> this planet, you know. So sometimes it's just getting them to be like, look, you got a, that confidence of just like you belong in any room you walk in, dog. It don't matter where you are. You, you're supposed, you fit, you belong. So he's like, yeah, 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 you're right, you're right, you're right. So me and him got a show Tuesday, December 15th together. I think he's doing 20. I'm doing 40 or 50. It'll be a good night. Um, so Saturday's freezing cold. We're barking people to get people in, but people are staying. But it's just like comics, you can't blow the light because if you blow the light, people are going to leave because they're freezing. So these two girls came. They enjoyed themselves. And then when they left, two more people came. Then Kareem Green, he calls me. He goes, I want to do the show. I was like, all right, do it. You know, Kareem is a, a legend as well. If you never heard of him, Kareem Green, legend. Derek Comedian has been on HBO. All He's been on everything and had, doesn't have a manager, you know. But it's like it's different when you're like an OG and you're trying to maneuver through the swamp because the swamp has changed completely different when you were there, you know. But he's a super funny dude, always gives gems, and always, I was always a pleasure, like, sharing a stage with him. Uh so uh, shout out to Freddie Sheffield. Freddie Sheffield's stand-up comedian, Japanese and black. I don't say that, but uh, I just love seeing his stand-up. And he said something very kind to me on uh, on social media. But I was telling him, I was like, you know, we had a private conversation. But just letting him know, like, yo, we appreciate you, dog, man. Like, everything you've done before this pandemic, like, it means a lot. There's been plenty of nights where we'd be in Friday nights. If you'd never had a show, you would go to the five spot, and Freddie would throw you some time. Hey, Jay Waters, you want some time? I was like, yeah, go ahead, do a little five, do a little ten, do your thing. Or someone's running late. Jay Waters, glad I got you, man. Can you do this? Oh, Jay Waters, uh, we need a clean comic. Can you come? I was like, yeah, perfect. So shout out to him. And then Saturday, after we finished training day, we loaded up the car. Matthew takes off to do date night or whatever. And I just keep going because I have a show at uh, the pier. It's freezing cold again. And I you know, I don't think about New York. Like I'm, I'm wearing boots, but I wore the wrong socks and my feet are freezing. So Kevin Bourne, Electra comes. Shout out to Electra. She came to the show. She gave me a ride to Brooklyn. We went to the show together. And then uh, I'm watching all these comics, and they're like, I put me last, which is not a problem. You know, would put me last. I'm probably going to blow the light. But uh, there's four people there. 
a lot of comps with four people there. And all these skills that I've learned throughout this pandemic, I've learned so much crowd work. I never knew I was good at it until I just was forced to do it and forced to like use crowd work when working with Matthew. So like I've learned a lot just playing off and like getting to know people and stuff on stage. So uh, we're doing crowd work with these people and they say they're from France. Like every girl, husband was from France. I'm like, well, what the, fr- what, like, what did y'all go to, what did y'all do in France? Y'all brought the French fries back and they bust out laughing. I was like, you guys did the opposite of the Statue of Liberty. Y'all came and brought them over. And uh, and then they started laughing, doing stuff like that. And I did this this joke about being toxic. I've been working on that. I've been, and I, I actually stemmed from a conversation on a podcast, and I've turned it into like a, a real bit, and it spins into something else. So that's really good. Uh, so that was good. And then I went to Phil, Phil's show, and they do it like, they try to turn this into a church, but they got to move a pulpit. They don't need no freaking podium at it, you know. But tiny cupboards when the inside now do that show phil show and then boom freaking locked up my night locked up seven shows and i wasn't even supposed to do it so sunday which is uh was yesterday sunday we do uh harlem nights i should i should have did better on the show you know my my energy was bad because i just felt like i knew i was about to fight for a fight and like trying to fight when the waitresses are just because during COVID times, they need to get money. So they're, like, trying to get people out. We're at full capacity. I'm like, there's only 10 people in there. Well, we're at full capacity. And if the people aren't drinking, like, these guys are, like, sipping, but they're not drinking, drinking. So they're just, like, the waitress is like, you need to drink some more. we got to make you leave. So it's that type of energy. It's a lady's birthday. And uh, I was, uh, you know, it's just, just as bad. For me, it was a bad show. Other people had a good time. For me, it was really bad. I thought it was not as good as what I could eat. So then I went to Eastville Comedy Club, and I redeemed myself. And I just freaking full crowd again. Nice, same exact crowd, but people were into it, you know. The people don't determine how I do, but it was just like I knew that it was a different type of fight. It was like a table full of, like, all these Jewish girls, and it was a birthday, so they're taking shots the whole time, so they're loud. So learning how to talk to them but not be disrespectful everything else, bringing them together, so that was good. And, uh, yeah, that was that was my week. That was my week, and then and then it's today. So today is Monday. I got a show, two shows, Chirping Bird Comedy. That's in Manhattan. And I have another show in Brooklyn called sipping sipping something i gotta learn the name of these shows i'll post i'll post it i'll post it up i'll post it up uh but that's that's the name of the game that's how it happens um so i'm gonna do those shows and then tuesday night i got another show at express comedy wednesday night it's training day again thursday night is uh i'm gonna be at mallory show mad love comedy friday night i think it's street i think i'm at eastville eastville comedy club saturday friday and saturday so that's my week it's been a good week man it's just been a good week uh, tomorrow we'll be dropping the podcast with my dear friend Paris Mack. It's called Return of the Mack, uh, our conversation. I think it's going to be part one. We talked for like maybe three hours sitting in his garage and blowing cigarettes all in my face and stuff like that. And then the following week is going to be my friend uh, Shauna Vitarbo. Uh, excuse me, that's not Shauna. Gruff, Gruff, Griff. Excuse me, Griff. I got to stop calling people by their, their maiden names. It's Miss Griff, ladies and gentlemen. Shauna, Shauna Griff. And uh, what a, these people just have great stories. So we got all these stories piled up. Uh, I just wanted people to get a chance to get acclimated. Like, I got producers now, so the producers suggest us to do certain things. You know, I say that my personal opinion, but, you know, there's a lot of people, so they figure, you know, after the Thanksgiving, get people to get adjusted, blah, blah, blah. But we're back on the schedule. So we're going to get back to Woody's Roundup. It's going to be on Sundays, wrapping up the week on Sundays, the Lord's Day. And then uh, Tuesdays, we're going to be dropping the the time capsules, and Fridays, we're going to be dropping the One Tree Hill episodes because all these emails about the One Tree Hill episodes. And uh, most of all the emails this week are just asking me, like, how my friends are doing. And I'm checking in on them. That's what I'm doing, checking in on them. 
But uh, I'm your host, Jerry Water, two-time wrestling champ. You got to email. Email us at uh, O-M-O-T-O-H. At, uh, that means one man, one tree in a hill. Uh, gmail.com. Email us there if you have any questions or concerns. Uh, like, subscribe, rate, review if you want to. If not, I'll see you later. I'll see you tomorrow or today. Whenever I see you or when I see you when I see you. All right, spread love. Hey, you're live on the podcast, One Man, One Tree in a Hill. Say what up to the people. This is when I see black excellence, man. It's Dave Chappelle, Michael Che, Lauren Michaels, Chris Rock, Eddie Murphy, all sitting at the table. I said, yo, Eddie, Mr. Murphy, I, said, I just want to say, man, you're the GOAT, man. And you're the coldest nigga that ever walked the face of the earth. You got to break that thing over. She wants it private, but y'all not even together right now. So we haven't spoken about anything but the cat for at two least months. two months. Said, uh uh, and I'm be the next Jamar Neighbors. Yeah. And then she was up like, I know that's right. <laughs> uh, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening to the podcast. My name is Jerry Waters, and I'll catch you next time. Like, subscribe, rate the podcast. Have a wonderful night, wonderful day, whatever you're listening to. I'll see you soon.